Hi everyone, welcome back to Physionic, the Physionic podcast episode for the week. Uh, today I wanted to talk about something that a subscriber on one of my YouTube videos uh, was talking about, which is related to exercise and why doctors don't necessarily uh, talk about actually prescribing exercise as opposed to constantly prescribing pharmaceuticals. So I released a video, I think either this week or last week, talking about how lifting weights can, or not just lifting weights, but resistance training as a whole, that can be calisthenics as well, or using elastic bands, whatever you want to use, any sort of resistance exercise is going to lead to changes, positive changes in your cholesterol numbers. So decreases in LDL, increases in HDL, all that good stuff. Now, this subscriber was more just commenting in general, but it got my wheels turning up in my head talking about why don't doctors prescribe uh, exercise over pharmaceuticals? And while I certainly don't hold the mentality of pharmace the pharmaceutical industry is always doing everything bad, uh, there are plenty of positives that you can look for. Uh, if you actually try and look at it from, a, from as unbiased a position as possible. And on the flip side, of course, that if the total control were in the pharmaceutical industry's hands, people would be far worse off in many different ways. Uh, no doubt about that. But why don't doctors prescribe exercise? Well, I think it comes down to two primary reasons, and it's not any sort of conspiracy theory or anything of that nature. I think for the vast majority of doctors, I'm never going to generalize, but for the vast majority of doctors, they want to do the right thing. They, they care about their patients, and I'm not going to go into you know, our healthcare system or anything of that nature, which has its limitations and, of course, its positives as well. But the doctors themselves, the human beings that have gotten a medical degree, are really trying to do the best that they possibly can in the limited time that they have. But when it comes down to prescribing exercise, I think that one primary point is that they're just uneducated. Uh, if you ask most, most physicians, depending on which university they went to, they probably only got one class. And I, I mean I mean one lecture. I'm not talking about one uh, course, as in they took a, you know, a three to four semester every day style course. I'm talking about one lecture. So one lecture in an entire week of you know one day of nutrition information. So they don't know very much about nutrition. They just go based off of the basics. Or if they've self-educated, that's fantastic as well. But I imagine that a lot of their focus isn't on exercise either. So while they are certainly aware that exercise has its benefits, they don't necessarily think of it as the first line of defense. Especially we think of exercise as preventative, but it can certainly also be curative as well. And I think a lot of physicians don't necessarily think that way. And that's not necessarily their fault. It's just the way the education system is set up or... Uh, they just haven't focused on it or they just have been bogged down with so much other information because when you do go into medical school and I'm experiencing that right now, you are th just thrown to the wolves. I mean, there's just so much information that they have to get everybody on the same page. 
And it is a massive, massive amount of information that you have to stuff into your cranium. So them thinking about exercise as the first line of defense, maybe they're not thinking about it because they are uneducated about whatever it might be. If it's resistance training, if it's aerobic exercise, you go to a doctor and ask them for a basic workout plan, 99% of them will not be able to make you one because they have no idea where to even start. They might try because a lot of people are stubborn, but they probably have no clear idea of what exactly they need to be implementing to create a solid foundational workout plan that's going to end up leading to a better health outcome for you. So that's the first reason. I do think that a lot of doctors are uneducated unless they educate themselves or they go to a particular university that does put a little more focus on it. The other one is that they do. They do talk about it. Like they talk about prescribing exercise and it's not the doctor's fault. Like the doctor, one, they have a limited amount of time to actually talk to you you know, 15, 20 minutes after you've been in the waiting room for three hours, right? But even after that, they don't have, I mean, some of the best doctors will call you and check in on you. You know, that's a fantastic doctor. That's great to see. But they're not going to go to your house and make sure that, you know, three times a week that you go exercise or that you lift weights or that you're lifting weights properly unless you have you know, a celebrity doctor that's also your trainer or whatever it is. If you're making multi-million dollars, then maybe that's the case for you. But for most individuals, that's not the case. So the doctor is going to tell you, yeah, maybe try exercising a little bit. You know, let's let's focus on nutrition intervention. Let's focus on uh, trying to get your weight lower. Let's try and focus on just do a basic weightlifting routine. Go to the YMCA, you know, whatever it is go swimming, whatever it is, and check in in three months and we'll check your blood work and see where you are and how things have improved. And for the vast majority of individuals, we're lazy. Like, and that transcends way beyond exercise. That transcends into all kinds of different areas in our life. And to think that a doctor is going to say that, and you know, we walk out of the doctor's office and we're like, okay, this is it. This is my calling. This is what I need to do. Okay, I need to start exercising two to three times a week, you know, the bare minimum. And then you maybe give it a shot once. I mean, or you just you just completely throw it off and you, you completely brush it off and you don't end up doing it for those whole three months. Nothing changes, even though you said that you're going to going to change it. And then the doctor has no choice. They have, again, because if they are bound to help you, then they have no choice. They can't say, okay, well, we'll we'll wait another three months. And then you come back another three months later, you still haven't done anything. Okay, we'll wait another three months. Like you can't, they're realistic. They understand that, they understand some of people's psychology because they have gone through many, many, many patients and they've all done the same thing. And you have the, you know, you have those few exceptions that are just like the golden patients that they do exactly what the doctor said and they more often than not, far more often than not, they end up getting the outcomes that they want. Their cholesterol levels will decrease because they started exercising for the reasons that I mentioned in the video. And I'm sure I had a podcast episode on that as well. So 
Yeah. So then the doctor, once you come back three months later, they're going to say, okay, well, we're going to have to start you on statins or we're going to have to start you on some other form of drug to lower your cholesterol because we don't have a choice. And yeah, it's not the preferred method, but it is the easiest method for the person who is the laziest. And that's just the reality. So when it comes down to it, it, it's really those two big reasons. I'm sure there are other reasons, but I, I genuinely think those two are the big two reasons as to why exercise is not the first line, the first thing that doctors think about when they're thinking about trying to save your life or trying to decrease your risk of heart attack or whatever it might be. So if you have a different perspective, I would absolutely love to hear it. I really would. So on whatever medium you're consuming this, if it's the podcast, you know, you can go to any, I've got all my social media links there. You can click on any one of those. I respond to everything, messages, comments. If you want to leave it private, you know, you can send me a message or you can uh, have it more open for an open forum and we can talk about it there. So let me know your thoughts. I would really like to hear it. And with that said, I will catch you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. See ya.